Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. You know, people have said that I need to be more peppy for these intros. Like if I'm really selling, you know, Patreon stuff, I probably should, you know, actually sell it, you know, enthusiastically. So, okay, I guess you guys are gonna get your wish. Um, <coughs> Subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. You're gonna get some quality stuff there. Some very fun episodes. <laughs> Every month we talk about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals and this month i don't have the slightest idea what we're going to talk about because i haven't recorded it but don't you worry your pretty little head it'll live up to the exact standards of quality that you expect from a podcaster like matthew donald and his patreon oh link is in the description for where you can sign up thank you for your support and have a fantabulous day (laughs) i'm gonna go drink some black coffee right now. Maybe some whiskey too. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast as obscene as the Eocene. <laughs> My name is Matthew Donald. Each week, I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by someone who is so damn obscene, I can't look at him. It's, it's Stephen <laughs> Curl. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. <laughs> that's oh, good. Always happy to be here. That's, that's good. It's always, always fun. Um, and it better always be fun because I have to drive an hour and a half to get to this place. And this is the midway point between <laughs> where we live so, pretty, pretty much. Kind of. So. I think it's closer to you a little bit. It's a bit closer to me, yeah. But, but I don't know. I like really, though. Uh, I think it's a fun town. Uh, and I, it helps that I went to college here. So it has its charms. Yeah, we actually, for those who don't know, we actually met at that we, college. We met in college at University of Northern Colorado. Yeah, yeah. go bears. Bears. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. You forgot your own mascot. That I is said, look, look, bears is not very. It's a lot of them are named bears. <laughs> it's not very original. To I be agree. fair, it's, it, it was. I was. Um, uh, when my freshman year of college, I was at Hastings, Nebraska for a year, and they were the Broncos. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't NCAA, though. They were like NAIA or some sort of stupid division that no one who actually <laughs> wants to play football like and goes to for that school. They just want they just play football for, football for fun there. But you know what? Actually sounds nice. Maybe I, if I was to play football, I wouldn't want to become a, you know, a big star in the NFL. No, I just want to play to have fun, man. Right, right. So, so maybe NAIA is <laughs> fine. 
saying, go Broncos, go Hastings, Nebraska Broncos. I'm currently working in a summer camp through Ames Community College, mm-hmm. and um, Ames, their mascot is the Aardvark. I mean, that's pretty cool. Which is not typical. When I was at um, um, Sunday school back when I was younger and I was more religious, uh, my Sunday school teacher, he said his uh, high school uh, team was the Camels. Huh. That's unusual, too. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's usually a, um, a horse or a bear or an eagle. Cat of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Tigers. a wildcat. Yeah. Or a wildcat. Doesn't seem to be very many dogs. Like, you don't even see many wolves. Uh-uh. I interviewed for a school once that had a dragon. I mean, that's cool. Which is really epic, and they didn't give me a job. There's that one but- <laughs> place that's the spiders. That one college. That's creepy, but it's Oh, you ever seen their basketball court? There's a giant spider in the middle of it. <laughs> that would distract me if I was playing <laughs> basketball on So there. that's their strategy. <laughs> <laughs> they have the home field advantage because all their teams to play against are <laughs> massive arachnophobes. <laughs> okay, dinosaur like question. If you had to pick a dinosaur to represent your school, which one would your team be? You can't pick the Raptors because the Toronto Raptors already exist. Rats. Okay, fine. So. Um, that's a really good question. Huh. I mean, it's a school. I guess Rexes could work. The Rexes would be easy to say. Yeah. The um, Or just go completely... Uh, opposite of the piece of say, what about that? What's that one titanosaur? The Opisthocelacodius. <laughs> <laughs> Pick something really obnoxious. <laughs> um, I mean, you could have Triceratops. Like the term trike is increasingly that's true. A, uh, a, a slang for Triceratops. Go yes. trikes. Yep. He said that once in Jurassic Park, I think. He's like, I'm going to stay here with the trike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And also, sometimes if you just shorten the name, like people have called the. To, to differentiate the Atrociraptors and Jurassic World Dominion from the other raptors, people sometimes call the Atrocies. The Atrocies, right. Yeah. And then the Pyro, yep. Like, Very you know, simple. So, Similar. So. Um, you, you could pick something like Brachiosaurus just because you'd have the to Brax. inevitably... The Brax. But then you'd inevitably have to draw a picture of a Brachiosaurus playing basketball, and that's just a very silly image. <laughs> would it use... What I like to imagine, is the Brachiosaurus using its neck and cheating, or is it pl- using the rules and actually using its arms? I was imagining it using its arms, but we could have it cheat with this. Like, yeah, because I feel like arm. if it's using its neck, it's too easy. You know, it's got, <laughs> it's, it's got to like lift up. and like <laughs> How tall would the hoop have to be to make it <laughs> proportional for a Brach to throw? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... See, the Brachiosaurus making it like it's so high off the brachiosaurus throws it you know with the, it goes up and then goes high in the air and lands down and it's you know since it's basketball still just worth two points <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's all right the opposing team has a brachiosaurus too it's like air bud there's nothing in the rule book that says a brachiosaurus can't play basketball <laughs> feel bad for the dryosaurus on the opposing team <laughs> he's not going to steal the ball <laughs> uh, he can guard <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> one animal we could use actually this would make a kind of a decent funny mascot is the dodo <laughs> speaking would, of which we're, we're talking about that actually we're uh, the species i mean the genus name is raphus 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 r-a-p-h-u-s mm, okay uh but yeah type there's a columbid a group of birds that also include modern doves and pigeons mm. size 3.3 feet slash one meter tall 23 to 39 pounds, 11 to 18 kilograms. So actually quite big for a bird. Well, I mean, obviously not like ostrich size, but like bigger than a chicken for sure. Right. It's like a really, really big plump 
chicken yeah creature diet herbivore time late pleistocene to early holocene mm. 1 million to 350 years ago yes just 350 historical times historical not even prehistorical anymore just full on historical mm. location mauritius or mauritius might be how it's pronounced it's a t but I'm it could be a, i'm honestly not sure how to pronounce that country it's no. named after maurice of nasso the uh, dutch prince oh is so, that where it gets its name from so okay. um it's an African island country in the Indian Ocean, roughly a thousand miles off the coast of Madagascar. Described in 1760, pop culture appearances, oh, so many. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, uh, the Ice Age franchise, Primeval, Ark Survival Evolved, Jurassic Park Builder, Jurassic World Alive, Zootacoon 2. Apparently, it's in the Harry Potter world, too. What? Uh, it's called the Deary Crawl, and since they can vanish at will, muggles think they're extinct. <laughs> ha! <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, as a Hufflepuff, that would certainly fool me. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter, how the mighty have fallen. J.K. Yeah. Rowling, just shut up. Uh, <laughs> Your PR person needs to. You, it's so frustrated right now. Very frustrating. So many. She's like J.K. Rowling. I know you're famous. But for the love of God, shut Stop up. Talking. Just <laughs> keep it to yourself. Uh. <sighs> Uh, but no animal is best used as a paleontological punching bag than the dodo. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's notable about the dodo? That they're gone. <laughs> Dead as a dodo is a common phrase. They're yeah. such an icon of being extinct that the Ice Age movies couldn't stop making jokes about all of them dying, which I think is very <laughs> ironic because none of the other creatures in that franchise lasted nearly as long as the dodo did. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's you don't see the woolly mammoth right. lasting to 350 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just love how they have Taekwondo dodos in that yeah, movie. Exactly. It's just so ridiculous. I just like that. Don't they just have this pit that's just there? <laughs> it's like don't, don't fall in. If you do, you burn and die. And then later on, like three of them fall in. Like, what? Why do they have this pit? <laughs> it's just there to die in. There like, goes our last female. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I've been told, <laughs> and in the world they mighty cold. Speaking of sports mascots, they sort of play football. That's true. They play football. Sid powers through them to get a touchdown. Yeah, I'll take. <laughs> uh, have you seen the uh, the last thing in the Ice Age franchise, the Scrat Tales on Disney Plus? No. They're quite good. There's a series of little shorts, and there's dodos in it occasionally. It's about Scrat and this little baby Scrat oh, that's that cool. he finds and adopts. Nice. And they both fight over the acorn together. And <laughs> of course, <laughs> it always goes back to the acorn. But uh, uh, it was the last thing Blue Sky made uh, before they went extinct. Uh, extinct <laughs> before. Did you see that short they released? That was like to commemorate their their lot, where the scrap finally got he, his acorn. He finally gets it and eats it, and it's anticlimactic. Yeah, well, it's it's not it's like it's sad. There's no like thing of victory or anything. Mm. He just eats it and then just hops away, and then it slowly fades away on that acorn that's just sitting there. I mean, on one hand, I get it from Disney's perspective because none of their movies are really making that much money. Their flagship franchise was the Ice Age series, and it kind of crashed and burned just a bit, and so. They also have too many other, uh, you know, animation studios within their wing. So as long as all of the Blue Sky employees were able to be relocated into other animation studios, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, businesses do that yeah. all the time, unfortunately. Yeah, so. so, I mean, I get it. And it's just sad. Mm. Apparently, Blue Sky is the first, was the first animation studio to uh, use ray tracing in their uh, animation. To use what? Ray tracing. It's a graphical thing oh, okay. for about lighting, which is why if you look at their older movies like Ice Age 2 and Robots, 
they look quite good for when they came out. It's the lighting. Lighting does so much for how good something looks. Of course. So, yeah. Anyways, um, but dodos are dead. And and that's funny, right? <laughs> die, uh, dodo, die. The actual story is actually not funny. No, no, that's quite a sad story. <laughs> what do you know? It has to do with colonialism. Yay. <laughs> In Ew. 1598, the Dutch Empire acquired the island of Mauritius, or wherever it's pronounced, and <laughs> named it such after the Dutch prince and stadtholder Maurice of Nassau, who I only know of as one of the AI personalities you fight with in Age of Empires 3. Ha! Oh, so that's that's who that leader is for the Dutch. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah, Ivan yeah. the Terrible. He was obnoxious, and Queen Isabella is a bit flirty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like Dutch, Maurice Nassau was always a smug piece of crap. He was, he was like, obnoxious. Particularly you played Age of Empires three, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. He's like, I need to build a bank or something. Can you give me some wood. <laughs> <laughs> Once they've acquired the island, and thank God Almighty, it was uninhabited by humans mm. uh, by the four they got there. Uh, they used it for provisioning trading vessels of the East India Company, which, if you've seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, you know they weren't the greatest of folks. Oh, uh, no. Uh, in the, those movies, they performed mass executions of anyone guilty of piracy, including children, and had an armada to take over the known world, which sounds like Hollywood nonsense, but in real life, they were even worse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood toned them down a bit. There was actually a glimpse of some of their real horrors in the third Pirates movie, a deleted scene. If you recall, and we all do for those movies, of course, <laughs> there was a scene where Jack Sparrow was talking with Beckett aboard his ship. And there's a deleted scene that revealed some of the most the true heinous acts of the India company, but also some backstory about Jack. Oh. Disney chicken out on this, which is sad because I think this adds so much to it. Because like Beckett said that Jack was first brand a pirate when he intercepted an East India Company ship and released its cargo, to which Jack replied, people ain't cargo, mate. Why the hell did they cut that? I don't know. How I guess, dare they? Like, I guess they just thought that Disney thought that, that like mentioning slavery like that was, but but then that makes that it's adds a statement so, on slavery. Yeah, I know, and also it shows why Jack is a pirate, but also a good man, right? Because <laughs> he's freed the slaves, and that's such a good line. People ain't cargo, right? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you. Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That they have an excuse like, oh, we didn't have enough time. To oh, yeah, pacing issues. Right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but you can still watch the scene on the DVD. It's still there on the DVD. So. Okay, good. So um, 
Anyway, so they set up shop on this island. Also, I should mention that the East India Company and the East India Dutch Company are two different companies because the one in the Pirates of the Caribbean is British. Right. <laughs> this, this is so, Dutch. Two different trading companies. <laughs> but still, like, you thought capitalism was bad now. Uh, <laughs> Imagine it back in colonial this times. Is, this is back when there was literally zero oversight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But so uh, they set up shop on this island, and since most of the sailors there had land at sea for months, they were usually pretty hungry, and they're sick of whatever biscuits or pickles they were eating at the time. And they're like, look at all these dodos, and look, they're not afraid of us at all, because they're not, they don't have any land predators. They'll walk up right up to you. So, bang! <laughs> yeah, that's... <sighs> you know how long it took for when humans got on that island, and how long dodos went extinct? It's way too short a few years 60 years so less than a human lifetime 60 years okay so that's, that is longer than i was guessing but. but yeah still i mean apparently the meat was very chewy and unsavory so they stopped hunting them after a while yeah i heard that they it, it was just not it was not palatable it did not yeah taste yeah well. um uh but so they were safe from hunting then but then humans started bringing in their own animals like dogs, pigs, cats, rats, and then those plundered dodo nests and directly competed them with limited resources. Also, they started, you know, doing deforestation on the island and, you know, as European settlers do, making room for all their man buildings rather than uh, harmoniously living with nature like those Native American hippies, <laughs> which they should have done. They had it right, guys. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, they just it was a combination of an environmental destruction and then. The uh, animals eating their eggs, and yep. the the dodos have no natural predators. Yes, yeah, so. so they didn't know what to do, and also they were on an island. And oftentimes, when you're on an island like that, you you have an evolutionary dead end. You evolve in ways that would kill you if you had any other competition. Mm. So, like uh, Neurolagus rex, which is this giant rabbit from um this island in the ice age, that was so big it couldn't even hop. Wow. But it wasn't even that big. It was like three feet long, which sounds big. But there are modern domestic rabbits that get about that Better, big. Bigger, right? Yeah. So. That that rabbit got outcompeted by something. Uh, just life. Ah. There was a little bit of a change, like the air pressure went down one percent, and they were like, <laughs> "I don't know if that's what happened." But <laughs> so, uh, but so apparently, some studies say they were already on the decline by the time people got there. But that just sounds like more like deflecting the blame. It wasn't us. I swear, <laughs> <laughs> they were going extinct already by the time I got there. <laughs> but settlers were fascinated with dodos and. They took some of them, they shipped them to various places to show them off in Europe, India, Japan, other stuff. But since our time with them was so short, by the time they went extinct, many scientists even doubted they existed, claiming them to be myths. Huh. Well, given the how far away they were back then, mm -hmm. I could see that happening. And also, I've heard some people say that they don't look how we think of them either. Those were exaggerations on the drawings, which I could see. That head is kind of enormous. So <laughs> Right, right. And like that beak is nothing like any pigeon beak I've seen. So with the very curved sort of thing, but maybe so, they did look like that. I so it didn't have like that knobby. It might have. I don't know. We huh. just its extinction was officially recognized in the 19th century. Apparently, it took a while for them to decide it was extinct or officially declared extinct because uh, they didn't have enough evidence for it, and since they was so little, and also apparently religious reasons, like they didn't like you can't make a creature go extinct. All <laughs> oh, right, because it's against God's plan. Well, it's against God's plan. Like even though God went. Made the unicorns go extinct during the flood or whatever. I don't know. They already <laughs> made the aurochs extinct earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. So I don't know why. Hypocrites. It, no, <laughs> I don't know if they officially recognized the aurochs as extinct earlier either. Huh? They just they just stopped seeing them. Like where'd they go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. But um, 
However, there have been talks about them using de-extinction technology to bring them back. And since they're recent enough, it'd be far easier for scientists to do it than mammoths or dinosaurs. Bring it on, I say. And plus, it was humans' fault they went extinct. If we can fix it. We can fix it. That'd be cool. And unlike mammoths, there could actually be a place for them in the wild. So, I mean, you know, if you genetically engineer a T-Rex and it gets loose, that could be a problem. If if dodos get loose, oh, look, birds, you know. (laughs) I've always said, though, if we have the capability of bringing back actual dinosaurs and we don't bring back a T-Rex, we're doing it wrong. Well, yes, of course. (laughs) Because like some people are like, oh, just bring back the herbivores. I'm like, but if you can bring back a T-Rex, I know it'd be bad, but we got to do it. (laughs) Yes, I mean, no, like it's, it's, it's the weird double standard that all dino nerds have where we agree Jurassic Park shows why you shouldn't clone dinosaurs but if they made Jurassic Park we would all be first in I would, line to I go would be anywhere first in line we would go anywhere <laughs> I would go to Jurassic World get myself a big frappuccino from that Starbucks they have there <laughs> go get a margarita at the Margaritaville and then watch some dinosaurs and then ha- watch the the pterosaur IMAX while we're there yeah yeah it's like why why don't we here we'll watch a movie about dinosaurs <laughs> hey Matt what if during Actually, no, they couldn't have been because I was say like I was to say, what if during that attack on the main street with the pterosaurs, some people were just in there watching a movie without realizing? But then I realized, no, they were all waiting that, to be evacuated. Well, so that would be a classic. Like they're in the mo- they're watching the movie about pterosaurs, and then, and then an actual, actual pterosaur burst like, through the Like man, screen. this 3D is amazing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, but no, you know, they could bring back dodos though. And the island of Mauritius, whatever, actually still has a million people in it right now. Um, it's its own little uh, island nation. It, it's not affiliated with anyone. Is it one island? I thought it was a bunch of islands. I think it's just one. Maybe it's an island chain. Hold on. Uh, island nation. It's African island country. It includes the main island as well as Rodriguez up like in St. Brandon. Okay, so, so there's a few islands. I think the Dodos were only on one of them. Got it. I think the Dodos were only on Murray. Yeah, so... Anyways, let's rate the Dodo one out of sixty-five million. I'm going to rate it. I don't know, ten million. Actually, I think it's cool. I but I don't know. I just I don't, actually I don't think it's cool. Is the problem? I think it's notable, but it's, it's lame. Notable. I mean, the bird the bird itself is like okay, it's a weird chubby bird. Yeah. But I mean, given its backstory and what happened, backstory and also just how notable it is with the idea of extinct. It's a fantastic example of what not to do. Well, and also uh, <laughs> it gave us the concept of what extinction is in the first place, particularly anthropogenic extinction. You know? True. So. It helped, I guess, yeah, if it helped us understand, yes, species can and do go extinct. You know. Yep. Exactly. Especially when you muck about with this with the ecosystem. Yep. Um, exactly. Be like Native Americans. Be one with nature. I mean, you can have your buildings and other stuff like that, but like put them with nature, not against nature. Exactly. Living in harmony with nature as much as you can would have been more ideal if we had done that from the start. Yes, exactly. So, Um, but yes. So I think I am going to give it, I'll give it, I'll I'll give it a 30 million. I'll just give it a solid 30. Just half of them, basically. All right. All right. That's it for this week. If you want to get hold of the show and contact me at mattdmethodonkreator.com or paleobitespodcast at gmail.com. For answering questions to me or any of the co-hosts, you can find me on social media. You can have me at social media at methadonkreator on Facebook and methadon64 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever else. But for the show, you can find it at paleobitespod 
on Twitter and Palebytes Podcast on Instagram. Where can they find you, Stephen? You can find me at S-T-E-P-H-E-N-C-C-U-R-R-O.com, StephenCCurro.com. Yes. That's my author's website. You can find the links to all of my published work, short stories, poems, and my novelette. Yes, of um, course. And other shenanigans that I have there. Other shenanigans, indeed. I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic, available for print and Kindle on uh, no dodos and this far too recent it'd be more likely for there to be dodos in my other book series tesla knots but they still wouldn't be they'd be extinct by then too but <laughs> more likely more from a time standpoint yes <laughs> uh all right well that's it for this week i say the end of every episode of paleo bites i think I there think goes it, our last female i think an i said like something like that <laughs> i don't know what i've been told and the world is mighty cold prepare for the ice age <laughs> Survival separates the dodos <laughs> from the beasts. Taekwondo just... dodos attack. <laughs>
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.